Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Wise Woman Podcast number eight. I am your host, Erin Rachel Doppelt, and I am so excited about this solo podcast. I will be sharing with you some rituals I use myself and that I share with my clients. This is all about life hacks and staying soulfully aligned. We talk about morning rituals, honoring the five elements, intuitive movement, the importance of breath and water. We talk about evening rituals, asana, coconut oil massages, how to prepare your body for sleep. It is an incredible one. Stay tuned. So happy to have you here. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Wise Woman Podcast number eight, featuring leading voices in 2019, supporting women to fully show up, connect to their feminine authenticity and truth. I am your host, Erin Rachel Doppelt, bringing light to the marriage between Eastern practices and Western psychology, while encouraging you to show up for yourself and the world around you. May this be your time to shine. May you show up. I'm super pumped about today's guest. It is me, and I'm very excited to do a solo podcast. I've been receiving a lot of feedback from you guys. Thank you so much for writing to me. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your commentary. You want to know more about rituals. You want to know more about life hacks that I use for myself and that I use for my clients. So let's definitely dive right in. There is no better life hack than your morning and evening routine. So you can let that sink in, your morning rituals, your evening rituals. This ends up being how you make up and end your day. Some practices that I highly, highly, highly recommend when you wake up in the morning, maybe you wake up to the alarm or the sun, or you naturally, your circadian rhythm wakes you up, invite your breath into your body. So take a meaningful morning pause. For me, this looks like practicing the yogic breath. And if you're familiar with the yogic breath, it is in the lineage of Shivananda. Shivananda is a yogic and guru educator in South India. And I studied with one of, well, one of my gurus was a teacher who studied in the Shivananda lineage. And the yogic breath is a two-part inhale and one-part exhale. And it goes as follows. It's inhale, lower belly rises. Inhale, upper chest. And long exhale, release. So if you're listening to this podcast, let's definitely try it together two more times. Inhale, lower belly. Inhale, upper chest. And long exhale, let it go. Inhale, lower belly. Inhale, upper chest. And long exhale, release. We are providing abundant oxygen to the body. This relaxes the nervous system. It's incredibly healing for you. And I welcome my body back into the world when I wake up in the morning. I practice the yogic breath. If you are a creative or a writer or an artist, a lot of this lies in our hips. So I would recommend putting your feet together in Supta Baddha Konasana, soles of the feet together to touch, your knees are spread wide and practicing the yogic breath. If you are somebody who feels like you carry the weight of the world on your shoulders, definitely roll your shoulders back, bring your arms above your head and like big wide opening with your armpits. This helps your lymph nodes detox. 
So arms above the head and practice the yogic breath first thing in the morning. Or for some of you, it just means laying on your back, doing a long good morning stretch and practicing the yogic breath. Maybe you had some intriguing dreams, weird dreams. If you are still thinking about your dreams when you wake up in the morning, you could focus on the third eye center, the point in between your eyebrows. This is the fifth chakra. Um, so this is when we collect and understand meaning from our dreams. So definitely take a couple breaths, practice the yogic breath, turn into your third eye center, analyze and look into your dreams. Maybe you want to sit up, maybe you want to write it down, see what's coming up for you. If you just gave birth, if you are a new mom, or if you have a stressful or extremely busy day ahead, it is oftentimes healing to curl up into fetal pose. So pulling your knees towards your chest and holding yourself. And really when you're holding yourself, saying to yourself, I got this, I can move throughout this day really grounded. I can hold myself throughout this day. If you wake up and you're in bed with your partner or your lover, definitely cuddle. This is when we release oxytocin, the feel good chemical, the feel good that we definitely need throughout our day. So cuddle, hold each other. You are not alone in this journey. And once you get ready, get out of bed, move throughout the day, do whatever you have to do and find yourself in the kitchen, drink water. This is an incredible, incredible life hack. I wish somebody told me this earlier. Drink water, ideally with lemon. Uh, you want about 20 to 32 ounces of water first thing in the morning. This gets everything flowing. Hopefully, after you consume this water, you can produce a bowel movement. If you do not, call me. This means that there's some gut healing stuff that needs to happen. We definitely need to heal that gut lining. The hope is that when you wake up in the morning, you go to the bathroom, maybe you drink some water, maybe you go to the bathroom then. We want to start the day with a healthy bowel movement. We are immensely hydrating the body and getting everything moving. Women, this changes based on where we are in our cycle and how busy our household is, but it's incredibly important to honor light movement in the morning. So for me, this looks like during the full moon, it's typically when I'm ovulating and I feel extra ready to take on the day. Um, my skin is extra oily and shiny. My hair is extra shiny. I might break out on my jawline. This is how I know that I'm ovulating. I've increased energy. And this is the time where I'll commonly throw myself a festival. For me, this looks like I'll have five elements. I honor the five elements as often as I can. Earth, air, fire, water, and ether. So in my apartment, I have many plants and trees, which honors earth. I will light a candle to honor fire, air. I have a essential oils diffuser, or I open up a window to honor air, get a nice cross breeze. Water, I'll be drinking tea or I'll be drinking water, and then ether, the space in between, the space in between myself and all the elements around me. And I put on oftentimes a Simon and Garfunkel record on my record player, and I'll dance throughout my apartment or I'll put on some Snotnam Kar, Hindi chanting music, or I'll put on some like Hebrew or Israeli music and dance throughout my apartment. Sometimes it looks like more dancing and swaying my hips and moving into my body. Oftentimes it can lead into an intuitive yogic flow. This is when I'll maybe drop into a downward dog, do some hip openers, a couple chaturangas or warrior ones and twos to open up my hips. Again, it's up to you. You get to choose how you move throughout your day, but definitely if you can, drop into your body, recognize what's happening. 
I call this festival or intuitive movement part of my active meditation series. This is when I breathe and it helps me drop back into the kindest, most authentic, loving version of me. Uh, of these life hacks, I definitely recommend drinking filtered water if you can. And I use a Berkey. I have a Berkey at home. It filters all my water. I love it. I got it on Black Friday. It is a dream gift to myself. And I'll pour myself a glass of water and add a spoonful of turmeric and a spoonful of chlorella or seaweed. And then I smush it all together and shoot it back. And these are practices I learned when I was living in an ashram in northern India in Rishikesh called Anand Prakash. If you are interested in India, I definitely recommend of all. There's a lot of false gurus out there, so I highly, highly recommend Anand Prakash. It's an incredible yoga center in north India. And I learned about these practices while I was out there. And if you just shoot back this detoxifying nutrients first thing in the morning, it helps increase fire in your body to help prepare the body for asana or yogic practice. Um, it's a big, heavy metal detox, and you definitely want to get rid of as many toxins as you can first thing in the morning. Try it out. See how it sits with you. I buy a lot of my herbs in bulk at local herb shops in Chicago. Sometimes I'll get them at Whole Foods if I'm there anyways. Luckily, I go to Asia frequently, so I'll buy in bulk when I'm out in Asia. But there's many places where you can get these superfoods. They're very affordable, especially turmeric. So check it out and shoot it back and see if it helps with immunity. And something that we talk about every now and then, and definitely I speak to with a lot of my clients, it's really hard to deepen your spiritual practice or to show up for yourself and your clients or your loved ones, your friends and family when you are sick, when you are unwell. So I use these practices to stay energized and to keep away any colds or flu symptoms. And something I'm very devoted to are supplements. And I recommend supplements oftentimes to a lot of my clients who are having digestive issues, who are maybe coming off of the birth control pill or went through a lifetime of taking a lot of Tylenol and Advil and ibuprofen. Um, it's very important to do these detoxes every now and then. And some practices I like to do is adding supplements into your lifestyle. I'm super into this one vitamin company right now called VU Vitamins. Uh, have you heard of them? If you have, super intrigued by that. So please let me know. They were birthed by two badass lady doctors in Chicago, like super cool women. They create personalized vitamins based off your needs, which I really appreciate as the supplement industry is very, very overwhelming. Uh, actually, this week, VU Vitamins is giving away five complimentary one-month trials of any personalized multivitamin to new followers on their Instagram account. I will add that in my footnotes. It's VU Vitamin, V-O-U-S-V-I-T-A-M-I-M. They also gave me a promo code, which is really, really cool. It's my name, Aaron Doppelt, one word, no spaces, all lowercase, E-R-I-N-D-O-P-P-E-L-T. And they will give you 25% off their initial order. Let me know what you think. I was, I've been taking them. It helped me really thicken my, my nails and, and my hair. I feel like my immunity is stronger. My immune system is stronger and definitely helping balance some hormones. 
Let me know what you think, why you're taking it, if it serves you. I'm also super devoted to my magnesium supplement. I met this specific supplement when I was becoming trained as a nutritionist four years ago. And I, I truly, I never looked back because it's so amazing. It is Magplex Ultra by Numedica. I love it. Um, if you are constipated, if you feel like you're somebody who goes throughout the day and you're constantly shaking your legs, like you're in a business meeting or you're about to fall asleep and you keep shaking your legs, or if you feel like you have muscle cramps throughout the day, check out this supplement. I'm going to add it in the footnotes. It greatly, greatly served me. It helps relax your muscles. It's really good right before bed, prepares your body for sleep, and it helps you produce those regular gentle bowel movements, which is incredibly detoxifying and we definitely need in our everyday lifestyle. So I'll add it below. Let me know what you think. I think it's an amazing brand. I also swear by tea and tonics. Yes, so healing. You gotta get into this if you're not practicing it already. Especially if you live in a cold climate right now, you have to keep your body warm. And here is, I mean, this is like a very tricky subject. There's so much tea out there. There's vast amounts of variety. And there's a spiritual practice that really... You have to be intuitive and you have to be able to drop in. And it's definitely hard to do when you're at Whole Foods and there's a million people around you. But I urge you to try it. So if you have been feeling yucky or stuck or you have acne or rashes, insomnia, I encourage you to go to the herb or tea aisle of your grocery store. Breathe deeply, maybe practice the yogic breath and ask your body what it needs. Ask your body what concoction, what herbs, what teas are going to help heal you. Look at all the teas up and down the aisle. Look at all the herbs in the jars. See if your body is intrigued by any of that. Maybe there's a bright red one that is speaking to you. Maybe it's like a super pungent smell that is resonating. This is what we call intuitively listening to our body and using our mind-body connection, our own healing practices. Buy these herbs, see if they serve you, reach out, let me know which herbs are calling to you and we'll see how it balances, balances out your system. I know that when I see clients in person in Chicago, They'll oftentimes come over and I'll say, how are you feeling? What's going on? And they'll say, oh, I'm super anxious. I'm really stressed. Oh, I did heavy drinking over the weekend. And then I'll make a tea for them. And for me, that kind of looks like taking out my French press, boiling high quality water, and just adding all these herbs into the French press, boiling the water, and then pouring this tea. If you are stressed, highly recommend ashwagandha. Um, there's so many incredible brands out there. If your body is aching, if you have a stomach ache, I highly recommend ginger. If you have been drinking regularly or you have any skin issues, chest or back acne breaking out along the jawline, definitely look into goji berries and cloves. Cloves is amazing. It actually helps rid your body of parasites. So if you travel excessively, if you feel like you eat a lot of meat and chicken and fish, um, definitely think about adding cloves into your tea and there might be some bugs that we don't necessarily want in our body. Drink this tea and reach out and we can go through a proper protocol. What I've noticed is there really is no one size fits all, even as it relates to tea. Water is always consistently beneficial, but become intuitive and see what's coming up for you. 
And maybe it is a time to hire a nutritionist, a mentor, a therapist, or a coach to really find the right protocol that's going to help you highly function, feel highly functional throughout your day. The day routine shifts on and off depending on where I am with my cycle or where my clients are with their cycle, with their menstruation cycle. I have a whole podcast on this coming up, so stay tuned. It's definitely, if you are a menstruating woman, this is something you must, must, must know about. And with our morning rituals, they prepare you through the day. And then we fall into our evening rituals. And the evening rituals are also immensely important as they help you end the day on a positive note and prepare for the day ahead. This is a good time where at the end of the day, maybe after dinner or before dinner, where you drop into your body, maybe this is around sunset, and you ask yourself what you're carrying. You know, if you ride a lot of public transportation, you may notice that you're carrying the anxieties and stresses of the people around you. This is a really wonderful time to recognize what is yours and what isn't yours. My dear friend Perry, who I had on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, she taught me that I need to visualize my soul or my essence or my highest self and kind of brush it off. Like think of a brush in my hand and sway it over my soul. And that has been incredibly helpful for me and maybe something that you would want to try. Another practice that I love, which is rooted in Western psychology, was brought to the world by Dr. Thomas Hora. And he basically says that whenever you are feeling pain, you need to ask yourself, what is the meaning of this pain? So for example, if your stomach hurts, what is the meaning of this pain? What is happening in your life right now that you can't digest? Or if your head hurts, what is on your mind right now that you can't hold on to? I know for me that whenever I have a resistance, and I talk about this on social media, whenever I don't want to do something, whether it's showing up for an event or, you know, even recently I had a couple clients reach out that wanted to work together and I just, I really didn't want, I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to work with them. This is when I know that I need to look at what's happening below the surface. Look at how I'm spending my time. And if you don't want to do something, it's good evidence that, Maybe this client isn't the part of your niche or isn't the one that you're connecting to right now, or maybe you don't want to go to this event because you really just need to be alone or you're trying to promote a project and you're worried about signups. So this is a time where you can ground, check in, recognize why your stomach is tightening. It's not because of ABC. It's really because of promoting this program. If you're not in line, realign. These are practices I do ritually before bed. There's another amazing practice, especially when I am feeling that tightening in my stomach or if I am feeling anxious. And oftentimes if I do have clients who feel like they don't know what's next or they don't really understand how to move forward, I encourage them to practice mindful journaling. Mindful journaling is an incredible exercise where you have a conversation with your higher self. So it looks, so it looks like a dialogue. I'll say to myself, "Ugh, like I'll start writing. I feel so stressed. I have so much going on. I don't even know what to do at this time. And then I breathe a little bit deeper. I call in my higher self. And for me, my higher self is who I am 10 years from now. 
It's who I am in a different world. It's who I was in a past life. It's my inner wise woman. And I call on this energy and I let that energy respond. And it, the narrative commonly looks like, Aaron, breathe deeply, drink some tea, relax into the space. It wouldn't happen to you if you weren't prepared for it. Be gentle on yourself. Take it easy. And I love this journaling exercise because it really is just a, di a dialogue with yourself. I highly encourage you, encourage you to practice it. I know Maggie talked about a journaling exercise as well, rooted in cognitive behavioral therapy on the second podcast. Definitely check that out. Journaling is incredibly effective. Connect to that inner wise woman, connect to that highest voice and that essence and see what that future self or that higher self has to say to you. And even, even after trying all of these practices, maybe you do need to light something. Maybe you need to burn some sage. I like to practice something that I learned from my grandma, Ray Ray. She would say this to my siblings and I in, in a loving way. And I actually brought this into my rituals and I would burn sage and I would bring it from the top of my head to the tip of my toes and all of my heart. And my grandma would say to me, I love you from the top of my head to the tip of my toes and all my heart. So it's bringing her energy into this practice that helps me reground, honor how I currently feel and think and practice a sense of gentleness and loving kindness to myself. Tea is also an incredibly healing practice before bed. It's warm. It helps you reground. Oftentimes clients like to read before bed. That's a practice that helps you fall asleep and drop into your body. I urge you that if you are reading, let it be something fun and interesting and not related to work. So often I work with women who are coaches or nutritionists or healers or nurses, and they're trying to attract more clients. So they're reading all these self-help books on spirituality and coaching. And that's not necessarily the most relaxing thing or the energy we want to sit in before we go to bed. So be gentle, read something totally different. I mean, this is the, this is my theory I have with reality TV. Like it's so different from our everyday lives. So it ends up becoming relaxing because you can completely turn off. So you're kind of looking for something like that in a book. It's going to help you zone in, not necessarily have to, you don't have to learn a new skill. You're reading for pleasure. You're reading to relax. Love, 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 restorative yoga, restorative asana before bed. These postures are immensely calming. One practice that I offer to all of my clients with insomnia, which really, oh my God, is so many of you. It's hormone fluctuations. It's too much alcohol, sugar, gluten, dairy, corn, and soy. Definitely, definitely be gentle. But if you notice that you have insomnia, please reach out. It's a sign and symptom of stress and a hormone imbalance. One practice that is inc incredibly healing is legs up the wall. So what I like to do, I like to do this in bed. So I like to come all the way to my headboard, bring my legs up to the wall and lay there for about three to five minutes. It is an incredibly powerful exercise. It reverses blood flow in the body and prepares your body for rest and relaxation. So try this practice before bed. Clients that are continuously stressed and wake up anxious or wake up feeling like they have so much to do, for these clients, definitely, for these people, write down your list before bed. Write down what you have to do in the morning. It helps you wake up and organize you already know all the tasks that you need to be completed. When I was 
completing my master's, building this business, launching all these programs, I would meticulously write out all my practices. Wake up at 7, spiritual practice, 7 to 7.30. Focus on business, 7.30 to 8.30. Do schoolwork, 8.30 to 11.30. And then, you know, rest, eat. It really helped me and it helps a lot of my clients prepare for sleep, know that you have a plan in the morning and have restful, anxiety-free sleep. It's also, you could prep. So for me right now, I love to have my morning tea. So oftentimes I'll put my herbs in the French press before I go to bed. And then all I have to do in the morning is boil my water and pour it over. Or I like to even put my cup beneath my Berkey filter and then I can prepare and pour in the water first thing in the morning. I like to empty my dishwasher, like these simple things that I can do before bed to help me really feel relaxed at night and prepared for the morning. Any of these tiny rituals, I sometimes even open up my journal and have my pen ready, like in my sacred space in my apartment to prepare for this practice. For my clients that are working on body image, inner peace, body peace, self-compassion, I highly recommend this ancient Ayurvedic practice, which is Abhyanga, which is where you rub coconut oil into your skin. Wow, like life changer. So before you go to bed, maybe after legs up the wall, when you're in bed already, maybe have the coconut oil on your bedside. Take a scoop in your hands, rub your hands together and rub this throughout your body. We definitely want to make sure that when you get to your belly, we're doing big circular rotations around the navel. This will definitely help with digestion and prepare the body for a bowel movement, which we definitely want to have first thing in the morning. And it's a practice of really feeling intimately every corner of your body. It is a self-massage. It is gentle, loving, understanding. Maybe you're touching areas of your body that you haven't touched in a while or you haven't been before. I know for sure I was practicing this a couple of nights ago and I was on this part of my foot that definitely needed some love and attention, which was, I think, contributing to um, some aches and pains that I was having in my ankles. So really connecting to different areas of your body that need that extra little oomph and that extra little love. So practice rubbing coconut oil into your body. It's a beautiful warming self-ritual. It's also amazing during the winter time when we are feeling immensely dry. And then lastly, one of the things that I love to do if I am still super wound up or if I still have a lot of on my mind, I'll take a couple drops of lavender. I'll drop them into my hands, rub my hands together very quickly and bring them over my nose, inhaling deeply and again, practicing the yogic breath. So I like to end the night the way that I started it, a couple deep lower belly breaths, maybe cuddling with my partner, being really gentle on myself, and welcoming sleep. And my mantra before I go to bed is, may I receive information in my dreams, may I receive understanding in my dreams. And then it just begins this beautiful cycle where I wake up with understanding of my dreams. This mantra is really helpful if you feel as though you need to figure something out and you can't figure out what it is. So invite symbolism, invite mysticism into your dreams, pay attention to who is appearing in your dreams, use this as information to guide yourself and to guide your life. Let me know what practices help you live your most authentic life. I adore these practices and I'm always interested in knowing more. 
Please, please comment below which rituals help you stay calm, centered, and present. What helps you connect to your divine feminine, honor your lineage, show up for yourself, and show up for your world around you. Thank you for being here. As always with podcasts, we need high ratings, subscribers, and comments to receive good standing and to continue sharing wise words with women around the globe. So please comment, subscribe, rate us. We love hearing from you. Big hugs and looking forward to chatting again next week. Thanks so much.